From WGCU News, I'm Amy Tardif. Martha Beretta interviews her friend, 70-year-old Eunice Wiley, about being the first black teacher in her school, East Elementary in Punta Gorda, in 1970, resisting with dignity during Jim Crow and becoming the principal at Neil Armstrong Elementary in Port Charlotte, despite the prejudice she faced. She retired from there in 2005. I think our schools were desegregated in, what, 1964. Mm -hmm. So you were coming at the end of the Jim Crow era. What was Ponte Gorda like when you got here? Very small, but very close-knitted, but in a way that's similar to segregated townships where I was used to all blacks, but we were used to blacks with multiple businesses because it was larger. Here, most of the businesses had folded, but it was just a unique place to be. Of course, being the only black at East, my first class consisted of 19 boys and one girl, and most of those had been retained. I had no material in my classroom. The teacher had taken everything, and I went to, on the advice of my father-in-law, go to the older black teachers. And I told her what I needed. And she said to me, don't worry about it. We'll be there for you. They gathered all of the material, this first grade teacher, brand new, and they gave me some advice as what to do. Treat them as if they're your own children. Little children do not know the difference. And honestly, they didn't. My principal at that time, every morning, he would come to my room, 8 o'clock. I would be receiving my children. Lunchtime, he would be in my room. If we went to recess, he was present. At the end of the day, he was there. He did that exactly two months. Oh, he read my lesson plans where he would mark it and say, what, why, all in red. So I remember calling my mom, and I told her, I said, I, he's just on me. She said, he'll just make you better. I changed how I was looking at him. It would make me better. So it made me a better disciplinarian. It made my lessons better. And because of that, the superintendent would come to my class to show how it should be run. They dropped me at Neil Armstrong, a divided staff, parents upset. I had the highest percentage of free and reduced. Plus, the principal had included every special ed class. I had all of the ESOL children who spoke another language. They came from all over the county. They were bused into this school. Plus I had all of the emotionally disturbed children with a divisive staff who really did not understand diversity because Neil Armstrong used to be, Martha, the school where you sent your children. But the neighborhood changed and many of those teachers, when they realized it, they started to flee. I remember when I was at my first job at East, my only little girl came up and she lifted my dress because black people were supposed to be dirty and she was checking it out. A lot of times we're checked out all the time, but if I'm standing on who I am, it doesn't matter how you check me out. My values won't change. My thoughts on you won't change. I'll just keep forging and just make it better. If I'm thinking good thoughts, You've got to eventually, if you're around me, think good thoughts. How long were you principal there? I was a principal for 10 years, and this is what's important to me. Our first year for the FCAT, 
which I helped write part of it. We got a C. But from that point on, whenever some of the better schools had A's, Neil Armstrong did too. I was a working, walking principal. Hopefully not nosy. Realized that I'll be at odds with some people, but the end results were the children. Eunice, you were an exceptional teacher. A lot of children of color Mm -hmm. are failing. They don't learn to read. They are suspended. What would you tell teachers about how to reach a child, especially a child of color or a poor white child? Mm -hmm. I know that East Elementary was made up of poor white children Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and probably a lot of Neil Armstrong. What has to happen in you to believe in that child? I know you have to first see the child as who that child could be. You have to dream for that child. How many times did I say, you could be anything? You could be president. And in my mind, I was going, maybe not. But guess what? We did. Help them dream the dream. And I get out of the way. I didn't send home homework. I would send a book. And then the next morning, I'd say, did you read that book? You're so pretty. Look at you this morning. I stood at the door and greeted everyone so that I knew if when you were sad. I knew when you needed shoes. I looked at your dress. And I hugged you coming in my room. At the end of the day, I stood. I miss you. I'm going to need you tomorrow. Will you come? Please be here. My kids now, the 19 boys and one girl, those men come see me now. This interview with Martha Beretta and Eunice Wiley was recorded at StoryCorps in Fort Myers. This excerpt was selected and produced by me, Amy Tardiff.